When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up and welcome back to the Lightweights Podcast. Today we have a guest that needs no introduction. Hello, hello. However, we're going to give him one anyway. Yes, I need an introduction, bro. We have JC Kalin. He was a member of one of the largest collab groups in internet history, O2L, Our Second Life. (laughs) Half of Kian and JC. He is not Kian. He's JC. Yes. Collectively over 5 million subscribers on YouTube and 1 billion channel views. 1 billion? 1 billion. Where are you reading the stats from? 800 million on your joint. I mean, maybe, possibly. I don't know. You're there. That's wild. That's wild. That's a lot of people that watched. That is a lot. That's not even including your streams. That's crazy. It's crazy to read out stuff like that every time, like, someone, if I get an introduction, it's like, done this, done that, done this, done that. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm old. Next up is a book. A book? Would you? I don't know how to, dude, I'm not a reader. So I feel, what I feel like, picture book. Picture book. I've been thinking about doing a picture book. I've been thinking about doing a picture book. I could do pictures. Uh, you haven't really done many podcasts. This is the first one in two years. Yeah. I've probably done like uh, single digit numbers my entire life. That is so cool that you're here and I really appreciate you being here. Yeah, of course, so, man. Thank Thanks you, thank for you. inviting me. So little birdie told me that you're trying to do streaming seven days in a row. Yes, soon, for sure. Um, yeah, I stream every day. So I, I, I'm always looking to uh, figure out what the next step is for me. I try to do like big, bigger type things and stuff um and i've done some things in the past but now i want to step it up and hopefully go seven days it's i say seven days just like kind because that's like because i've done 24 hours i've done 30 hours is that sleeping or no sleep uh you sleep in at some point you know like and, five hours or something and do you do one of those things on stream where you're like wake me up for a five dollar tip and like an alarm sound i've done that before is that I've hell done that, i've done that many times it's hell oh yeah it's hell the payout's good obviously but it's funny and, and it's just hell. Like I, I, you can't do that for seven days in a row. So I'd have to actually sleep and stuff. But when you do a seven day stream, do you ask your friends to come cover the stream to help out a little bit? I'm hoping. I so I haven't done it yet. So it's like I, there's a lot that I'm gonna learn, um, and especially throughout. And and what's gonna be crazy is that I'm not gonna I'm gonna have to learn on camera, live. So there's gonna be a lot of things where I'm gonna be like, oh shit, I'm at a crossroads. What am I gonna do? I have, to, I have to bring the camera with me wherever, whatever I do. There's probably an immense amount of pressure because people are watching you. They're trying to be entertained. Yeah. Do you have almost like bullet points of things to talk about or things you want to cover or games you want to play? Or is it all off the cuff? Oh, all on the fly. Shut up. Yeah, of course. How? <clears throat> That's the beauty about streaming, I feel like. Like, uh, you can't fake shit. I don't know. Like, there's no, I mean, you could, you could also, you could have like topics in your mind. But 
you 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 go off the fly with the chat. You go fly off with like the my, I play with friends all the time, so it's very very easy to stream for me. Like it's not just me in the chat. Sometimes it's it's a lot of the times it's with my friends, and I got tons of friends that stream with me. So like handful. I like when I get on stream, I know what I'm playing for the night. If that makes like so, that's a lot. You know, I don't know. Like I hate getting on stream. I'm like, damn, I don't know what I'm doing today. There's so, always like some kind of game plan. Yeah, yeah, for sure. O2L moved YouTubers in a huge step forward back in the early days of the internet fame. How did you monetize it when you were making all that content? O2L? Um, so, yeah. Oh, uh, man. O2L. How did I monetize O2L? See, we didn't really hit O2L as we should have. You know, now that I'm 30 years old, quote-unquote businessman, like I, I kind of understand it all. I am I am kind of like the curator of O2L. I, I kind of brought up the idea of like, hey, us six, let's make a channel together. We're friends already. We all kind of live. We didn't even live next. We like we lived in different states. Let's create a channel and upload different days. You know, there's six of us, six days a week, and then maybe leave a seventh one open for like collab days that we all come together was anyone doing that at the time yes so you know it's not like i came out of nowhere but there was there was other collab channels but they weren't doing it the way we would do it because we were already friends and then we would start a collab channel the way youtube worked back in the day is people would um you know hold tryouts i don't know if you know this and you would submit videos you can submit videos on youtube back in the day and people two would, two channels two channels oh, wow. like a video response okay isn't that weird yeah and people would make videos be like hey I'm starting a collab channel leave a video response and then they would pick their favorite five or six and then they would start a collab channel and I was like oh that's a crazy idea my collab got to give them their flowers was the biggest one I'm talking like we're talking 2010 2011 like era right this is crazy this is over a decade ago but. I saw what they were doing. They were really big, what they were doing. And I was like, but they didn't start. They they started the collab channel, then they became friends, right? We're friends already. Why don't we start a collab channel? So that was the first of its kind. And was everybody say. who was doing that into the YouTube community, they watched YouTube, they understood it, they wanted to be part of that internet culture? Yes. Yeah. Collab channels were running rampant right around 2011 2012 but i mean um, all the members like all the the six friends that you had yeah you didn't have to convince anyone like we should hop on youtube you know what's crazy the only person we had to convince was kian really kian actually wasn't even a part of it for the first five months oh wow yeah uh he for some reason wasn't about it but kian's like that though he's even like that nowadays like he's very like ah, i don't know uh but then, like, he saw it was working really well. He's like, I want to be a part of it. I mean, and, and we kind of knew he was going to be a part of it eventually. FOMO hit him. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Did you guys do tours? Did you? I know you did, like, do you remember Digitour? Yeah, we did Digitour. I think I met you out, at one of those in, like, the L.A. ones. Digitours, yeah. We did, yeah, man. That was one of the, what, what was one? That was a huge Digitour back in, uh. New York City? New York City. At like Mets Stadium, right? Yes. Yes, I saw you there too. Apparently there was like 20,000 people there. Isn't that crazy? That was massive. We were uh, we opened up for um, Fifth Harmony. Yes, yes, and, yes, and yes. It makes no sense to say that out loud because we didn't sing. We danced. What'd kinda. you do? We danced. Two, two songs? No, one song. And it was like a, a minute long song sang by Charlie Puth. What world were we living in? And right? people went nuts. People went nuts. I do backflip on stage. People went nuts. I was like, "What?" There were there are two stages. 
Yeah, yeah, there was multiple stages. <laughs> there was a Vine stage. There was a, I don't know, main stage, I guess. I don't even remember what a, what a crazy era, I guess, in a sense. like. Were you getting paid to do those performances and appearances? So actually, I was on tour. With Digitour? With O2O. Oh, okay. Uh, sponsored by Digitour. Like, they were the ones, like, I guess, doing everything. We, I feel like we were so, like, that was when I was, like, 22, era, like, you know, around there. Like, I felt so young back then. Like, I didn't even know, like, what, I don't even, I remember not even asking questions. It was just more like, dude, this is my life is crazy. I'm just going to get on this bus, and I don't even know how much I'm getting paid. Like, I'm just, like, someone could say, like, hey, you want to go on tour? I'd be like, yeah. They're like, oh, you don't want to know how much you're going to make? And like, no, I don't even care. I don't make zero dollars. I just want to go. Some of, the pe- some of the people in MadCon were that exact same way. Yeah. So you f- you have found this new internet fame where no one was doing it before you. How did you navigate that path? Because you were literally like the founder of it where you put videos online that you do in your room. And now people on the internet come out to see you. Yeah. Um. No, I, man, I, I wouldn't see. I wouldn't say I'm a founder. Like, so I got inspired by other creators. Like, same with like people nowadays you know people get expired like live lava live jenna marbles um you know back back in the day man mystery guitar man like all those people like inspired me to like create videos you know so i'd say those are the founders and then like i just i loved what i did i actually used youtube for an escape in the very beginning of my life like uh, youtube was making me happy and i was in a very bad place and so that's why I made YouTube videos. I didn't make it. For, I made. I was making YouTube videos before you can make money, All right? So that that kind of says a lot about like why I was doing it to begin with. Um, and I was doing it. I would stay up very late to do certain videos and stuff. Um, and uh, and yeah, it wasn't until like 2011, 2012 is when you can actually start making money. And I remember making my first hundred dollars and stuff. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, I took my mom out. <laughs> Rainforest Cafe. Really? Yeah, I made like $108 for the first check. It's pretty crazy. And when it started monetizing, was it a slow build before people could really make a living on it? Yes. You had to apply. And I wasn't even out. I was like at a good level. Like, there, there was huge. Like, there was only a handful of creators over a million subscribers, which is cre- like five. Like, Lucas Cruikshank. Yeah. Smosh. Yes. Yeah. Smosh. My God, yeah, I forgot. Luke, what was Lucas' name? Fred. Fred. And then Fred got his own TV show on Fred. Nickelodeon. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It, it was a handful, and I was like, oh, my gosh, these are crazy. I had, like, tens of thousands of subscribers. Which, so I was, it was still, that's a lot for Very back in notable. the day. Is that when they had the badges? Wow, they did have the badges. I don't even remember what they looked like or what. It, they were, like, almost like emoji medals, and it was, like, the top yeah. three video in comedy of the day. Interesting. I remember that. Oh, YouTube's changed so much. I remember they had like thumbs down button, video responses. Man, um, they've had other. They've had to have other stuff that I just don't remember. But that is incredible that you remember that. Of course. <laughs> Holy crap! When you guys made the decision to end O2L, was it easy for you? Were you scared of the future? Um. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was really sad because, and I remember there's this one moment I can share, that like. Like, Connor came to us, right, before the tour started, Connor Franta, and he was like, you know, he, 
he kind of like told us a lot about like his life and in the hobby it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks we hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game but guess what with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates it's all just a shot in the dark until now introducing slab packs from arenaclub.com the only repack that provides real value a complete view of all possible cards and clear hit rates for each one now when i buy slab packs on arena club it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. What I love is the display of the available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying. And with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash lightweights. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's $40 right there. Anyways, go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase. This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app and that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn. Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun, plus my wife loved it. They're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's the Joe Guarantee. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And then, you know, he came out to us and we're like, bro, like, yeah, we like obviously still love you. And he's like, he's like, but I like respectfully, he's like, I want to just like kind of do my own thing. I was like, of course, dude. Like, like we can't say, we can't be like, nah, you got to stay in the group with us. So, you know, we respected his decision and we're like, well, let's make this tour like the best it's ever, you know. Um, and it was really fun. And that was, that, that, that was like before the tour started. So that was like moments on the tour where we're like, man, like this is so much fun. Like, and it's only, Oto was like a year old, a year and a half old probably at this moment. And we're like, man, we should still go. We should keep it going, like without Connor. We should just try it. Yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> you tried to keep it going, though. Yeah, yeah, without Connor for like, again, probably like half a year, and no, 
It just wasn't the same. No, it wasn't the same without Connor. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime somebody leaves a, a project or a partnership, he was like it's the, never the same. He was like the Zane of One Direction. Like, he uh. was, yeah, he, like it wasn't the same after. So. You've done sponsorships, meet and greets, everything. What project yielded you the most money over the course of time? Is it streaming? Is it? Oh. Yeah, I mean, YouTube is my bread and butter. It's all, I mean, just because I've been doing it for so, 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 so long. Um, yeah, I mean, Keen and JC have, has been obviously like the biggest thing in our life, in my life. Um, it's been going on for what, nine years now? And it's like, you know, you're at this, I'm at this again, weird spot where it's like, man, Keen's about to become a dad. Keen and JC still here. It'll like we'll always be friends, like till I die. Like I'm, I'm gonna be my my boy. Like that's my boy. But like, at what point do you like? You're gonna grown up. Like wh- at what point are you gonna be like, hey, what should we do? Because you're about to start a fan. Like I don't like that's that's weird to think about. You're the first uncle channel. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Raising my nephew. Oh my god. Yeah. So Keen started a family channel. I'm like, damn. So it's like, I don't know. That's. Again, it's not scary. It's just it's just so funny to think about that. Like, damn, like literally, maybe some good like all good things come to an end. Like, it just does. It has to. You know what I'm saying? You want to leave your mark too. So it's like, you don't want it to just kind of like fade into like you know and then whatever. But, um, yeah, I'm not saying Keen and JC's ending or anything. I'm just, it, I, I get those thoughts where it's like there's gonna be a time where like I like I have plans that I want to do, and he he has a family coming. You know, so. You have to think about those things. You have to. So, yeah, I don't know. Circling back to those sponsorships that you said that you're bread and butter on YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who are some of the biggest brands that you loved working with that you're just so shocked that you get to be in partnership with them? SeatGeek's amazing. Shout out SeatGeek. Reality House. SeatGeek still works with us to this day, so I'm so thankful for them. They they, they let – I love – I've got to give SeatGeek their flowers because they, like – they – let us be so creative and they approve of anything we do we could be our we could be so fucking dumb on on video and they would be like that's so funny upload other brands are like no we need you to read these points and it's like ugh i don't know so see give them their flowers but uh to this day five gum oh five, you did five gum partnership five, five gum paid us so five gum is throwing us so much money uh yeah we did like a huge campaign with five gum um to this day, that's probably our biggest, uh, our biggest partnership. Have you gone to any cool headquarters? Uh, Taco Bell headquarters multiple times. Taco Bell, we love Taco Bell. That was back in the day when we were like, I don't eat ta- Taco Bell as much, um, if not at all. Did but you do the test kitchen? Did the test kitchen? We got to make our own little like burritos, tacos. You know, we were there with O2L and stuff, so yeah, it was really fun. We did like a, a huge mean greet outside of a Taco Bell too at one point. Oh, was that with them? Did they help set it up? Or you guys just did it. That there? was day of. They were like, "Hey, how how many people do you think would pull up if you like you guys all tweeted that you're gonna go into this Taco Bell next 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 to the headquarters?" Yeah, and we we're like, "Oh, I don't know. We just, we could try it." And then we tried it. Oh my god, so many people. There's a video. You just look up like Taco Bell or something. Crazy, 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 crazy. And we met like we ended up meeting like fifty to a hundred, but that was way too many. What would you say? Had- what would you say your biggest meet and greet ever was? Um. There was a biggest mean greet. Jeez. There's been time. I mean, I've learned from it. Like, there's been times where I was like, hey, pull up to this mall. Try to meet as many people as I can. You know what I'm saying? 
or we did at the park, you know, try to meet as many people as we could, you know, just try to like get her like we, we couldn't we couldn't get shows or whatever. Um, and uh, that was time. That was a time where Keen and I did it. We thought I don't know why we thought it'd be a good idea. Hired a bodyguard ourselves, you know, because we could. I don't know. We didn't know how to do it. Was it a friend or a real bodyguard? It was a real bodyguard. Okay. Yeah, it was a real bodyguard. Just to like kind of line control. And it got so out of hand that we were like, we can't do it. And to this day, not to this day, but people were upset at that time. And it's like, man, we I get it because we, we the, we're the ones that put this on. And uh, and we had to call it quits because it got out of control. It was just way too many people. Um, that's probably the biggest meet and greet, I'd say. That just got out of control. Yeah. Another project that you've taken on was Reality House. Reality House. Is Reality Love House. Reality House, yeah. I feel like fun. that became such a moment in in YouTube history when you guys announced that you were doing it. Because yeah. at that time, all those different cliques of the makeup community, the vloggers, the comedy sketch people, everyone watched each other and was aware of each other. Mm-hmm. And when you guys dropped this Reality House, it was like, holy shit, look at all these people. This is going to be epic. Yeah. You guys put it all together in one week from tweeting out that you were going to do it and then sending the footage over to your editors? Yes. That's mayhem. Yeah, it is mayhem. Um, you know what's crazy? I I got introduced to like clips there because it's so weird to think about how so many people knew about it, but no one really knew about I mean, not no one, but the people that thought they knew about it didn't. I mean, when we were releasing episodes, people were like, they thought the people were in the house currently still. That's what I thought up until I listened to this podcast yeah. that it was just one night. It's one night. It was two nights, technically. It was like a it was like a night and a half or something like that. But it was it was one full day. I'll say that. It was like one full day. And right? you guys got so much content in that. Yeah, we got 10 episodes. That's crazy. <laughs> Which is crazy because that was... That's probably like our biggest reality house, even though the production's so bad. Production's so bad, all this, like no, zero planning, really. The idea came about is because we did Last to Leave the Box. Big hit, right? People loved it. That was right around uh, Mr. Beast was doing Last to Leave stuff, right? So we're like, let's do Last to Leave a Box. We built a box, did it. That did really well. We're like, okay, how can we make the box bigger? Let's put them in a room. Like, nah, fuck it. Let's just do a house. So that's where it came about. Last to Leave the House, then Reality House came about. Right, so that that's crazy how it all came about so quick. Were there intentions to make it a 10-part series, or were you just looking for one YouTube video? No, we were looking for a 10-part series, and you know exactly why it was exactly 10 parts? It's because Ken was going to be gone for 10 weeks to go film a movie in Norway or something, bro. And uh, that's, so it's all, it wasn't, uh, that's how it was planned. It was planned along the lines of, like, Ken's going away. How can we make 10 videos in less than a week? Before he leaves, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's how it came about. You guys, isn't that, are... isn't that crazy? How like people think we like? Oh yeah, huge show, ten ten episodes. They planned it all out. Like you know, no. Like we invited like people that we knew, Elijah Daniel, Trisha Paytas. You know, we reached out to all these influencers. Like, would you be down? Hit up Sea Geek. Would you be down to give us ten grand for a prize, whatever? So, and that's what we did. Was there anyone that you were hoping to get that said no? I think there's a lot of people. I've I've reached out to so many creators for Reality House that I don't even rem- I think of all the big ones I've probably reached out. Yeah, yeah. So 
Yes, 100%. 100%. I can't imagine. I don't even remember the, at the time. but You guys are working on reality season four now? <laughs> uh, the quick answer is no. Right now, no, unfortunately. That sucks. That sucks to say out loud, right? But um, uh, is there a possibility that we could do season four? 100%. 100%. Um, we just got to find a sponsorship. So five gum if you're out there come back <laughs> no um yeah we got to find someone that it just takes so, so much money and i don't think people realize um we could skeleton like like go back to like very minimal it's just so hard to scale back when we've done season three which looked like an actual fucking tv show um but that cost so much money and that the return wasn't there so it not saying that we lost money but it yeah it's just it's hard when you're working with your peers at such a large scale and you have so many of them at once there was a fight that broke out you guys made the decision to kick people out <laughs> yeah Is, Shout out Fousey. how does that differ from just handling like a regular youtube video where it's just you and uh kian and you guys obviously have control over everything like do you have a lot more pressure trying to keep everyone happy yeah oh yeah i mean our, our number one thing with Keen and I is like to make pe- people feel uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like on set. It was a hunt, like it was over 100 degrees every single day on that set, right? So we made sure, like, hey, like water, right? Make sure our, our contestants for sure feel comfortable. Um, like, especially like the women, like, you know, like, so it's like, I, I, I want to make sure, like, it was, it's just a good environment for everyone. So when that, you know, for people that know, like, you know, the Bryce Hall, uh, Fusi knockout shit when that happened and like the outburst happened I was like holy shit this is real like this is not like this is not good because like obviously we try to keep it com- we try to make sure things are good when when situations like this happen people look to us we're the creators right and I'm like well shit there's people on set that are older than me that are more wise I don't know what to fucking do like the obvious choice is to kick them out but it's like damn like is the girl that he pushed okay like you know like we had to make sure all these things are and of course and she was fine like uh, she was fine and 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 we're like well damn do we you know bryce was cool to defend the the girl but like man, we can't we still just can't have like people knocking each other we have to kick them both out we can't choose a side you know or whatever um so that was just a hard thing kian was so 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 distraught and like he wanted to like He's like, all right, we might have to like cancel this entire show. And I'm like, bro, we we put so much, we we would be down so much money. <laughs> I was like, bro, we can't. Like, I was like, I'm assuming things like this happen all the time on bigger shows, and it's so crazy to think that like this is happening. A lot of people thought it was fake too, which is crazy to me. Um, I in in the moment when you're watching it from that viewership, because you don't know what's real, and like people sketch sure, things all the time sure. on YouTube, and it's like. You're just so taken back that something that crazy happened. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And 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 oh man, this is it's it's a, it was a lot. It was a lot. And um, and I'm glad Fusi got the help. He you know he 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 recently actually went on. He like apologized to me and stuff again. He apologized a couple times, but I've accepted his apology obviously. But he feels like he's ruined. He ruined the production and stuff. In my head, after everything was said and done, I'm like, dude. That was a crazy moment in the episode. So, like, not planned. Like, I'm, I'm, I was not trying to, like, ruin that man's life at all. 
I didn't know he showed up plastered drunk. You know what I'm saying? So apparently he brought like a fireball handle on the way. It's like it was like a two to ha- and a half hour drive to the place. So apparently he was like sipping that the entire time. Ugh, I don't. So I don't know. I don't know. When you have to deal with stuff like that, does it make you not want to do those videos anymore? Yes. That's that is why season four is like very hard to do because stuff like that happens. I'm like, we need. If, so, if something like that happens again, um, and that's because these are big creators, right? Like, these are huge creators. These are kind of like our friends. Um, and we wanted to get, like, the next episode, like, the next season, we were thinking about, okay, maybe we do, like, uh, like um, either micro-influencers or people that are maybe just, like, like in college, you know what I'm saying, or, or whatever, uh, versus, like, mega-influencers, you know, like that, like, yeah, you, know, you grab powerhouses. Like those rival, like the, you know what I'm saying? Yes, and, and I think and that's like, what makes it so tense. If we have strangers on our set that did what uh, Fusi and Bryce did, which are even crazier, bro, I don't want to go through that again. So, like, that's why we have to get insurance and stuff. Like, um, so that's what's holding us back. And it's scary. It's scary. Like, all that shit, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm not a show, I'm not a huge showrunner. I just know how to make challenges in my head. I love challenges, right? So. I don't know. All that stuff kind of scares me. How does the gifting process work when you have the winner? You just transfer that amount of money over to their account. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. At, like obviously the big check, they don't, they don't. That's just for show. Yeah, but you can't we, deposit we those. Just, uh, <laughs> we just transfer the amount. Yeah, um, and it's 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 the full amount, which is crazy. But I mean, obviously we we get it sponsored and stuff, so it's not really technically our money. So, what's it what's it like being leader of the Cam Boys? Um, that's crazy you say that. I mean, <laughs> why, why, okay, going off script, like you can keep talking. I did not ask to be the leader, so I don't know what the hell. Mm, I kind of got appointed. Um, so <laughs> leader of the camp, which is so fucking funny. Um, yeah, I did. I got appointed that shit. Like, I I don't mind the role because. Can you explain to the listener who may not know what the Camboys are? Yes. Okay. So I am a streamer. I stream every single day. Which is correct. Insane. Streaming is so hard. Yeah. No. How long? How many hours a day do you stream? Uh, I don't know. Three to five hours, maybe around there. It's pretty bananas. That's. I mean, yeah, yes and no. There's people out there that like work nine hours a day. Yeah. But you posted a screenshot that you were like the top sixteen streamers on Twitch. Um, I made it to top seven at one point. Top seven. Right. Currently, I'm 98th. Wow. Uh, streamer, uh, like the culture has gone crazy. So if if I had the amount of subs I did when I was seventh today, I'd be like still like 20th. Isn't that that's crazy? Wow. Or even maybe even more than that. But either way, um, yeah, I stream every night, and I'm I'm in a group called the Cam Boys. Dude, sexy yeah. name. I know, crazy name, and I don't even know if we're going to run with it, and I think we are because we have to at this point, but um, it became a thing. People like you know, people like it. There's a lot of guys involved. To this day, we don't really know. Like, you know, there's some people that put more energy than others and stuff, so we don't really know who exactly our members are here and there, but we're just a group of friends, and we just put a name to it. That's pretty much what it is. A group of friends that stream together, and apparently I'm the fucking leader. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, we recently started a YouTube channel and stuff like that. So that's doing well. I think, people, you know, we kind of want to go the more like AMP sidemen route, um, you know, beta squad, like kind of make videos like that. So we're aiming to do that soon. Um, 
our YouTube channel is doing really well. But uh, does the YouTube yeah. channel have YouTube style videos, or are they just clips from your streams? Um, no, YouTube style videos. Yeah, we have a full on studio. Um, yeah, full on studio, and we we film every single week, and we upload every single week. Yeah, wow. so it's it's working out. It's it's doing well. Um, we're doing a yeah yeah. It's, basically, we're doing well. We're doing well, and um, there's a lot in store. But it's just fun, you know. We're just, we're just, you know. It's like an O two L in a sense, kinda. Not really though. Just a little group. Why do you friends. think? Why do you think the streaming on Twitch has taken over so much more than YouTube streaming? Ooh, yeah. I think Twitch. I think Twitch gives off a nice culture. Um, there's culture on Twitch. There's like, there's just lore. Um, so I think that's what it is. You know. Like if you go on Twitch, you're gonna eat like it's a whole nother world, and so I think that's what people either they like when they're in it, and then when people they like the com complexity, if that makes sense. I think. Do you like the complexity? I mean, once I'm in it, I love it. It's like a club that you like. You try to you peer in. You're like, what the fuck is all this? And then you're like, I don't know if I like this. But once you're in the club, it, we're banging. We're like, it's it's fun. It's a culture, bro. It's a culture. It's community. Um, but any, you know, there's a lot of like rivals. There's YouTube. There's Kick. There's Twitch. There's now Rumble. You know, so it's like a lot of streaming platforms. What do you think about when people get paid large sums of money to hop over to Kick? That's crazy. I don't know. I mean, good for them. Uh, but it's like, how long is that gonna last? I don't know. It's. It's another big bang. Um, we've seen this before in a lot of other ways. I mean, there was there was a there was an uh, there was a website trying to take YouTube down back in 2016. I don't know if you remember this website, um, but they were paying creators to post their YouTube videos on their website before YouTube. This sounds so familiar. And uh, I don't want to say his name, I guess, but one of my close friends got a huge deal to post his videos on that site before YouTube, right? And all he had to do was wait a week. And I was like, bro, you're getting paid this amount of money for doing the exact amount of work. All you got to do is post there first. Um, and then- How and much? Then, do you know how much? Can oh, you say man. how much? Oh, six figures. Oh. Yeah, six figures. Way over six figures. And, um, and, and then YouTube saw this and YouTube started paying their creators to not post on, to be exclusive only to YouTube. I'm like, what they did that. What world are we living in? Yes, Keen and I got this deal. Good for you. Yeah. So, <laughs> Keen and I, we did, we weren't gonna go to another website, but they're like, oh, you're, you know, you're one of our top creators. You know, we're, I guess, noteworthy creators right now. Uh, stay on our website. Don't go to anyone else. Basically, like, sign an exclusive deal. That's so crazy and that they did that. They're like, here's money to do exactly what you're already doing. Me, Keen, and I were like. What world are we living in? Like, it's the business world is crazy. I just picture the two of you showing each other the email, like, what? We're like, dude, we're signing this immediately. We're like, oh, yeah, we have to just upload YouTube videos only and not any other site that's coming about. That's the easiest thing in the world. So. How long did that last for you guys? 
Oh, it was like a year deal or something like that, two year deal. And then but it went then, away. I mean, I mean, and then the website went away. Like, <laughs> but that's how like I guess big business works. I don't know. Like, I think we're seeing that though with everything now. So for example, when Threads came out, now Twitter started to pay their creators. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. They have the monetization program, and there's yeah. this one account that I saw, Internet Hall of Fame, got paid like a hundred six thousand dollars out of nowhere. I believe it. I and mean, I believe it. It's it's so weird. It is crazy. Um. So I'm surprised Twitch and YouTube aren't, they're not really paying creators. No. So it's its the kick in the rumble people that have to pay creators to like b bump up their, I mean, Twitch and YouTube are, their their foundation is, is already there. So I don't know. I'm being loyal to Twitch right now, obviously. Like it would take a lot for me to switch over. I got to be honest. Um, So, but yeah, no, I'm not looking to switch over anything. Can we take a dive into memory lane? Of course. Let's do it. Let's talk 2016, 2017. Okay. The Adpocalypse era. The Adpocalypse. Oh, my gosh. I, I forgot. Oh, dude. Yeah, people were so upset about that. Were you affected heavily by it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think everyone on, went on strike, right, in a sense. People were like, fuck YouTube, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think we were one of those creators. I think Keen and I did a video where... We were very like rebellious. We were like, you know, we looked the baddies. Up, we looked up to jackass and stuff like that. So we were like, and and we were very much so the creators that like, we never, I never truly cared. Like, well, both of us, we never truly cared about like being the biggest or making the most money. We just like to have fun. We were like, you know, we're just idiots, like friends, you know, um, and all this was already crazy, like living in California and all that. So we made a video and we broke all the YouTube rules in like a minute and a half or something because you couldn't have you couldn't have a profanity. You couldn't talk about politics. You can't smoke weed. You can't drink a lot, a lot amount of alcohol. You can't be nude. We did all Were you naked. Oh, yeah, technically. <laughs> technically. Yeah. Oh, shit. No. Yeah, technically we were nude and we blurred it out. We blurred it out. We're drinking crazy happy being. And I give them to everybody that comes by because this is the one thing that I'm like, so good. you know, you get like healthy stuff and you're like, oh, this one's a little high in something. This one has a little too much. Mm. I love this drink. I drink it every day. It's only 25 calories. And one day they will give me the company. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Do they give you energy or anything? Uh, it has like a little bit of caffeine. So I think you get that kind of kick, but it's not like uh, I don't feel anything like actually That's from like it. Celsius. No, no, no. I just drink it because it has all those antioxidants where I don't want to eat. A handful of blueberries every day. Yeah. So to just drink one of these is just so easy and it's so delicious. It's so good. It's incredibly good. Um, but for people who are unaware, the ad apocalypse was a point in YouTube where yeah. everyone's AdSense, the where they got paid. Basic cut in half. More than half for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. So even if you had cursing, you were affected by it. If you were profanity, you were cur uh, affected by it. If you were raunchy, you were affected by it. If you did anything that was not G-rated, G-rated, mm -hmm. you were affected by it. Oh, yeah. So creators left and right were going from making $200,000 to like $20,000 a month. Mm -hmm. And obviously now it's like, oh, well, they were making so much anyway. But when you're used to making that much money and you're living a lifestyle and you're creating your videos based on that, it's really hard to figure out what to do next. Oh, yeah. People were freaking out. I mean, even even we were freaking out a little bit. Um, Keen and I were affected heavily, obviously. We... We were doing, we were doing challenges where we were shooting each other in the neck with a BB gun. Like, <laughs> what the were fuck you, really? were we doing? Yeah, um, to see if it hurt. Uh, we're doing like a BB challenge where it's like, 
I don't even remember. We'd spin a wheel and like a body part would show up and you have to shoot yourself in that <laughs> with the pellet gun. Yeah. You know, or something like that. And uh, so, yeah, we were heavily affected. You know CPM and all that, right? Yes. So the average CPM, I would say, is from 10 to $15 right around there. That's how much you would make per 1,000 views. Per 1,000 views, yes. right? You make 10 to $15 per 1,000 views, right? We logged in. This is after the ad apocalypse. I'm so scared. Please guess what our percentage was. I mean, I'm sorry, our CPM. I'm going to just assume it went down to like 4 or $5. Percent. Okay, every 1,000 views, we made 27 cents. Shut up. That's how bad it affected us. Oh, my God. But what's funny and good about us is that we fucking kept it real, bro. We never switched up. We never were G-rated. You know, I bro, that's the biggest thing I got. Like, I, I, I'll, and I get it. I get it for other people. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are, like, G-rated, and I know for a fact they ain't really G-rated in their life. But it's like, whatever, do your thing, make your bag. But it's, how do you, ah, oh man, how do you live life pretending, man? It's hard. I mean, I get it if you're, like, on a show and stuff, but I don't know. I guess that's how you have to treat it, right? Yeah. Yeah. When you guys were making as much as you were, were you just on cloud nine, like, I can't believe this is our jobs. We fucking made it. We've been doing this for so long. This is so, so cool that we're able to live our dreams. It's a blessing, bro. It is. It's to this day, it's a fucking blessing. Like I, I'm living my dream, I, and I tell my chat that all the time. Like, thank you for like blessing me with the most perfect job in the world. I, 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 I will always stand by. Like, imagine if everyone did exact, like, got paid to do exactly what they wanted to do, and like that made them happy. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of people that like love to read. You know, what if people like go be a librarian, you know, like be around books, um, you know, or there's a lot of people that love sports, like get into the, there's so many jobs like pertaining to sports, like do that stuff or at least work towards it, you know? Um, cause I feel like, yeah, man, the world would be so much happier if everyone just got paid doing exactly what they love to do. Um, yeah, I always stand by that. So we have one final fan question. Oh shit. Yeah. Final fan question. Why'd you paint your Tesla teal? <laughs> Um, so I don't, man, it's not teal. It's, I mean, I, I, I look at it as like a, a mint flavor, like Colgate mint blue, right? Or something like that. Um, I don't know. It is the fact, swear to God, it is the fact that like, I have not seen that color on the street. Um, so that's why I wanted to do it. I like standing out. I've always been like that. Um, I don't like fading into the crowd and stuff, so. Um, yeah, that's literally the reason why. And I like that color. It's nice. Guys, go check out JC on his streams on Twitch. Is it just your name, JC Kalen? JC Kalen, yes. Streaming every six days, seven days? Five days. Um, wait, when I do the... Oh, I stream every day. Every day, seven days a week. It just so happens that soon I will be streaming every day for 24 hours. I'm so excited for that. So, 24-7. And then go watch him on YouTube, Keen and JC. Keen and JC. Hell yeah, thanks for coming. Thank you, bro. Lightweight's out. Cool. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, bro. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.